kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. In the first six months of 2020 alone, there have been over 250 mass shootings in America, in schools, at grocery stores, in churches, and as people were going about their everyday lives. No matter how sad and scary they are to talk about, these mass shootings are worth noting. I'm sure you've heard the news over the past many days and months. Maybe the grown-ups in your home have been talking about what happened in Buffalo, New York. Maybe your teacher mentioned the tragedy at a church in Orange County, California. Or maybe you heard on TV or on the radio about an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. All of those events were mass shootings. Mass shootings are when four or more people are killed with firearms at one time in one or more public places— like at work, school, in a restaurant, in a house of worship, or in a neighborhood. Firearms are guns, weapons that can cause a lot of harm or even kill people. But before we talk about what these mass shootings mean and how they happen, I want to ask you, how does it make you feel when you hear about a mass shooting like the ones that have happened recently? It's okay to feel sad and angry. It's okay to be scared about mass shootings. That anger is what reminds us that these kinds of terrible events are wrong. That sadness connects us to the people around us, reminds us that we're all human and that we should be taking care of each other. And that fear should inspire you to talk to the grownups in your lives about your feelings. Mass shootings are scary, and it's okay for us to feel a lot of feelings about them. Garnell Whitfield, whose mom, Ruth Whitfield, was killed in the Buffalo mass shooting, shared his sadness and anger with the world at a press conference after the shooting. He also reminded us that things should and could be different. For her to be taken from us and taken from this world by someone that just full of hate for no reason, for no reason. It's very hard for us to, to handle right now. You know, we make no apologies for our suffering and our pain. You can see it. Yeah. We, we're not going to apologize for that. But we're not just hurting. We're angry. Yeah. We're mad. This shouldn't have happened. No, it shouldn't. We do our best to be good citizens, to be good people. We believe in God. We trust him. We treat people with decency. And we love even our enemies. And you expect us to keep doing this over and over and over again. Over again. Forgive and forget. While the people we elect and trust in offices around this country do their best not to protect us. Not to consider us equal. Lots of schools around the country, maybe even yours, are required to have drills to prepare in case of a mass shooting happening in their building. And because we do these drills as regularly as we do, fire drills and earthquake drills, it might be easy to think that mass shootings have always happened in America. But they haven't. 
Unlike earthquakes or fires, mass shootings are not natural disasters. They don't just happen. Mass shootings are man-made, and they could stop tomorrow if our country's legislators and elected leaders would prioritize our safety from gun violence. Mass shootings, as we know them in our country, began around 1966, and over 450 mass shootings have happened in America since then. But most of those shootings have happened since 2011, and a lot of that has to do with the laws in our country. We don't have a lot of laws or rules that limit people's access to dangerous weapons like guns that are often utilized in mass shootings. Even more surprising, even though you have to be of legal age and in possession of a government-issued ID to do things like drive a car or own a business, a lot of states in our country don't actually require you to have a license or a permit to buy a gun. As of this recording, 22 out of our 50 United States have permitless carry or open carry laws, according to a survey from Pew Trust. Of course, when we hear about mass shootings, the first question we ask is, why would someone do something so horrible? The answer is that there really is no good reason. Some of the people who commit mass shootings do it because they're motivated by hate for a certain group of people. In Buffalo, New York, on May 14th, 2022, for instance, the shooter chose a grocery store in a Black neighborhood because he was a white man who had racist and harmful ideas about Black people. In Orange County, California, on May 16th, 2022, the shooter was also motivated by hate toward Taiwanese-American churchgoers. Hatred of others and fear of difference drives so much of the violence, like mass shootings, that we see in our country. But it doesn't have to be this way. Did you know that in the United States, there are more guns than people? And that the United States is the only country in the world that experiences mass shootings on a regular basis? Many countries around the world have never had a mass shooting. In the countries that have experienced the sadness of mass shootings, a lot of those countries' leaders have taken really strong steps to make sure that their citizens never have to endure another tragedy like that. In the United Kingdom, after a mass shooting at an elementary school in 1996, the government made laws that banned or limited people's access to the kinds of guns that are often used in mass shootings. And since that day, there have only been one mass shooting in the entire country. In 2019, New Zealand experienced the largest mass shooting in the country's history. Over 50 people were killed at a mosque in a city called Christchurch. The country's leaders immediately banned access to guns to ensure that young people, students, people attending houses of worship, and every citizen of their country could feel safe and protected from unnecessary harm. As a country, they decided that the right to thrive without mass shootings was more important than the right to own a weapon. Of course, limiting access to guns or the kinds of guns that can do the most harm doesn't solve every type of violence. It doesn't immediately get rid of the hate and the fear of difference that drives so many people to hurt other people. But it's a start. And one way that so many other countries around the world have chosen to keep their people safe. That was heavy. I know that talking about mass shootings can be so sad and scary. It is for me. So I thank you for taking a few minutes to think about why they happen and what we, the adults who are responsible for keeping you safe, could be doing differently. Mass shootings happen, 
But that does not mean that they are going to happen to you. To borrow a line from a kid's book about school shootings, while we can most definitely do something to change what's happening in our country, none of us can worry about it all of the time. Worrying takes away from you being able to enjoy yourself, to make happy, beautiful memories. So here's your homework. Tell your grown-ups about how you're feeling, about how the news of mass shootings is impacting you. Talk about your fears and worries and ask them about theirs. Also, remind them, as well as the other adults around you, because they might have forgotten that mass shootings don't have to be a part of our everyday lives. Help them remember that we can choose differently. We can choose to stand up to harmful organizations like the National Rifle Association and those who have no interest in changing how things are. If there are protests in your hometown advocating for gun safety laws, ask your grown-ups if you can join them. If you don't find a protest, ask them if you can organize one. Speak out at every chance you get for the rights of kids like you to go about your everyday lives without worrying about mass shootings. Your voice matters, and you deserve a country that is kinder and so much safer. I'm Nicole, and this is Worth Noting. This episode of Worth Noting was written by me, Nicole Young, with editing and production support by Matthew Winner. Audio production is by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory. And this show was brought to you by a kid's podcast about. If you've enjoyed the show, consider giving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, you're always invited to listen to other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsco.com. We know you value what you put in front of your kids, especially when it comes to screens and podcasts. That's why we're excited to share a new podcast from our friends at Sleepiest, creating bedtime stories to help your kids fall asleep fast. Hello, Abby here. If you've got children and find bedtimes a struggle, I'd like to tell you about Coco Sleep, a children's story podcast designed to make bedtime a dream. Coco Sleep turns a chaotic bedtime into cozy bonding time. The stories are delivered in a pace that gently slows. Rumour has it that no one's ever heard an ending. So search Coco Sleep on your favourite podcast app and let's make bedtime a dream. That's K-O-K-O Sleep and I'll see you there.